Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. No, thank you. <laughs> Last time on H2O, Just Add Water, we found our heroes, Cleo, Ricky and Emma, at a party. One might have said they're a bunch of party girls. Today, drama and something fishy. What will our heroes get up to next on H2O? Just add water. That's right, guys. Jackson and Kyle here, back for another episode of H2O Just Add Water. And sorry, it's coming to you late on a Tuesday this week. Uh, we had to celebrate the Queen's birthday. Yeah, as we're, we're one to do every year, we get together, we have a big barbecue, me and Jackson. We uh, go down Queen Street, go to the big Queen Street parade. Big uh, uh, big stands in the monarchy, yeah. yeah. So we throw lots of coins around as well, and $10 notes. Um, yeah, we're back for another episode of H2O Just Add Water, and what a ripper of an episode this was. A um, ripper? Entitled Something Fishy. Um, I thought the... Um, the plot and the the character dynamics happening in this episode were um, really rich, um, got me really invested. Um, yeah, I was a big fan. Kyle, thoughts? I, I agree. I think it's probably the strongest episode so far, uh, if you ask me, which you just did. I was super into it. Um, I really liked how it really followed uh, like one main story and every character it's all revolved around it, like yeah. all the side characters. They had the yeah. the sister, they had the siblings, they had the parents, they had the, they had references from the start coming back at the end. It was uh, had everything, and I was on board. I was here for it. It was a lot of good stuff, you know, and a, and a lot of threads from previous episodes they keep going to because yeah. we open on um, uh, Cleo and Lois at Mako Island, and he's carrying his uh, tackle box, you know, in uh, one of the first few episodes he said, you know, he's never without it, and um, rings true here today. Yeah. Um. But, you know, you, you want me to do a little plot rundown for the people out there listening? Could you? Um, yeah. Great, thanks. Yeah, I, I think were you I paying could. A, were you paying enough attention? You know what? Was I? Let's find out. Because Cleo's secret diary falls into the hands of her younger sister, Kim. And Kim grows suspicious when she reads in the diary that Cleo and her friends are mermaids and shares her ideas with Emma's little brother, Elliot. At first... Elliot doesn't believe her, but when Emma accidentally freezes his shower, Elliot becomes convinced that his sister is part of an evil mermaid cult. And, you know, to put the kids off the scent, the girls decide to make them think that the diary is about someone else and choose Miriam as their decoy, because, you know, she's a bit of a, a cunt, um, and using their powers to make it look as though Miriam has um, powers of her own. Meanwhile, an oblivious Miriam enters the Missy, Miss C queen pageant and taunts Cleo who decides to enter the pageant herself unaware that Kim and Elliot are planning to shower the stage with water to expose Miriam and Cleo as mermaids the plan well you know ultimately fails and Miriam is humiliated you know really put in her place and um you know I was happy to see that uh, but meanwhile Lois goes to make her island to investigate the moon pool in order to find out how the girls became uh, mermaids and that, yeah, that's pretty much the episode. And a, a real romp. It was all go. On the Gold Coast. It was a real, it was a big romp on the Gold Coast. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, I think this, like, we're, we're very early in. We're only five episodes in. But yeah. I don't want to say the show's peaked too early. But I think in the future, I think in like 10, 20 years time, when, when his, TV historians look back 
on like the mm. peak of of modern TV, you know, it'll be like uh, Ozzy Mandius from from Breaking Bad. We've got Bell the Bastards from from Game of Thrones. I think we've got to have H two O something fishy up there as well. Uh, definitely. Um, you know, they've said you know in the last sort of ten fifteen years that it's become the golden golden age, golden era of television. Mm. Um, and it was around the time the show started. So definitely I think um, coincidence. Well, I think not. You know, it really helped pave the way. Exactly. Um. I didn't make many notes of this episode because, to, to be honest, I was very heavily invested was in also, what was going on was, the drama. Like you mentioned, um, oh, you said, and you're right, it was a very situational mm. comedy, like the miscommunication. We've got like multiple parties um, going for different goals, um, trying to get each, you know, expose each yeah. other for different things. And, uh, you know, this, the mishaps. Fantastic! I was here for it. It was really good. Yeah, it was like a classic episode of Friends or or another sitcom that I can't think of. Seinfeld. 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 Yeah. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah, isn't that New Zealand Jerry? sitcom? And Jerry. it's about you know um, Jerry Seinfeld about the rugby coach. Oh, and he also runs an advertising agency on the side. Yeah. Yeah, Seinfeld. <laughs> I think we just got a pitch right there. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, oh, <laughs> the first scene where um, uh, Emma—I got—I got I to gotta remember which one's which—and yeah. Lois had to make an island to, so he can do run some tests on the the moon pool. Mm-hmm. You know, um, collect some data and crunch yep. some numbers and see mm-hmm. if there's anything out of the ordinary that would have turned the girls into mermaids. Alas, at the end of the episode, we found out uh, nothing. Um, but he has been giving it a hundred percent. Oh, so he says. So he says. As he says, lounging in a uh, in an inflatable donut while drinking uh, out <laughs> of a coconut and wearing a rash shirt. Good on him. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, it but makes not... me laugh because I wonder, like, does he get a ride on one of them to the island? Or does he no, he, always to go br- by... he brings his boat. Right, so he's always got his boat. I mean, they're pretty fast though. Does it take him like another extra hour to get there? They have to, well, go to wait for him to. Well, they probably yeah, they'll probably talk shit about him while they're you know <laughs> to the dolphins. Yeah, to the dolphins. Um, but while they're there, Emma says, you know, oh, they, they, I got to be careful not to get water on me, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I know the whole beached whale thing. And I'm surprised he didn't get a slap for that comment. Jesus. Yeah, but he did like fall down that hole pretty aggressively. So he's like, oh yeah, see you down there. He got his his comeuppance. His sweet, sweet. Comeuppance. Where does that word originate from? That's actually good. Maybe if we look that up, that's actually like the audience will learn something. Yeah, it's good. We don't really learn much on this podcast, except that we are hilarious. <laughs> but everyone already knew I was going to say, don't have much to do. But oh. <laughs> uh, it's on Sunday. We record these on Sundays, and you know, Sundays is um, Father's Day. Well, Sunday is is uh, very occasionally Father's Day, but it's also God's Day. Mm. And we uh, we don't often men of um, the Lord, obviously yeah, me and Carl exactly. So we always put our, our days aside on Sundays uh, for that, and then there's a spare time at the end of the day. So we're like, oh, I might as well um, record a podcast. We should try recording at church sometime. We could record Sunday School Musical. <gasps> oh, Why don't we think of that? <laughs> uh, come up and I'm trying to spell it, and it's oh here we go. We've got it. It's actually I, oh no okay. Is it Latin? Um, no, I just accidentally googled something very different. Um, comeuppance. It's an informal noun, a punishment or fate that someone deserves. He got his comeuppance in the end as the option. Um, no where does origin it come from? Of language? Um, no, it's just it comes fr- from up and ants. Up ants. That's what it says. Up ants. I don't know what that means. Hmm. So it looks like the audience hasn't learned anything, so maybe we could just cut that out. <laughs> it's, 
listen to us panda for time. Um, anyway, um, Ricky had a great moment for me in, the, in this episode um, where she's reading the pamphlet for the Missy Queen pageant. Oh, and yeah. she says, the Missy Queen pageant, you know, could you get any more sexist? And um, uh, I thought that was quite ahead of the time, 2006. You know, they got this sort of strong female character who doesn't traditionally fit into like the real feminine role that society deems a uh, woman to fall into. She's quite, um, she's just herself. Mm. Yeah. Know? She's one of the boys. I'll say boys. it. She's famous for it. She knows how to take motors out of boats. Mm-hmm. But she's not wrong. You know, pageants are very um, outdated. Outdated. That's exactly what I was going to say. Sexist and sort of toxic yeah. things. Mm. Yeah. Well, would you like to bring back a recurring segment that we've had? Please. Do you, uh, it's called Script. Where me and Jackson oh, yeah. reenact a scene from the from the show. H2O. Um, we you know we had a lot of people write in saying they loved it last week. Yeah. So uh, Jackson, bringing it out yeah, again because we are both uh, professional um, actors. Yeah, we've we're both All right. trained. And um, who I, do you want to play in the scene? Do you want to? Oh, I don't know. I feel like I want to stretch my. Ch- uh, I'll do. I think I'll I'll do Kim actually this time. You're a bit of a Kim. I'm a bit of a Kim. Yeah. Okay. So, be, okay, so Kim. Well, should we set the scene? Yeah. Right, so, so Kim's entering a door. Kim's entering Cleo's room. Um, I'll be playing, playing the part of Cleo, um, cleaning my fish tank. Yeah. Oh, and Kim, Kim is Cleo's younger sister, younger by sister. the way. And um, while I'm cleaning the fish tank, because uh, I have the water powers, I'm holding my fish um, up near the roof, mm-hmm. um, my CGI fish. Yep. And, um, you know, Kim hasn't spotted them. That's the no. scene. Yeah, that's a very um, important. Let's, let's important jump context. into it. Okay, um, let's go. I'll try not to block you in the scene. Please, yeah, we've, we've got good space work already. Yep, okay. Okay, Kim, after entering. Why are you always shutting your door? To keep you out. Did I say come in? Well, why do you need to keep me out? Because you're annoying. And scene. Um, that was a pretty strong scene in the um, in the episode for me today. I think we did it much more justice. I like, yeah, yeah, a lot of justice. Because I, mean, I had a note here on my last line, you know, in brackets, um, um, a parenthetical, uh, bluntly, and um, I felt like I delivered that quite bluntly. Did that feel blunt to you? <laughs> this feel actually really blunt. I was really impressed. I was wondering if it was going to come through, but it definitely came through on the mic. So I'm really excited to re-listen to it, and maybe we can reevaluate in the next episode. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, um, we cool. did actually have um, a, a fan letter um, to oh, read yeah. out today. I almost forgot, and it just just came back into my mind. Uh, this uh, comes in from Kyle Barrett Wilson, a longtime listener of the pod. Um, says, "Hey, bro, just thinking about the wider mythology of H2O, just add water. There's a part where Lewis finds a book on the net called Mermaid Mythology. Brackets was published in 1908 in limited print. End brackets and bought it. Now this seems to me to be some sort of ancient lore tablet. And if it's been around since 1908, and uh, there is a whole section about mermaid powers on how to control, enhance them, and even how to get new ones, then I really hope there is an opportunity to, to dive deeper into the wider um, fucker lore of the mythos." And we find out about more magical elements and creatures, brackets, such as um, lycanthropes, uh, in brackets. It would be cool if Lewis turned into an imposing and rival creature and is forced to come to terms with his and Cleo's differences and the common blessings of the moon. I mean, with all the water-based um, kinesis abilities, surely there are some elemental powers not just exclusive to mere people. Anyway, just my thoughts. I really like it when stories go deep into the lore. Um... Well, Kyle, a lot to unpack there. Thanks for sending that in. Um, 
a lot of good points raised, and mm. I'm, I'm sure a lot of things that will be answered later on in the series. Yeah, you know who's to who's, who's to know what what turns it takes. Who who's to say what what sort of journey and road we got go on for the next seventy weeks? Mm. 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 Like plus what? seventy plus seventy plus. Yeah, yeah. I think it's seventy six episodes or seventy eight. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. And we're doing one every three weeks at the moment. Oh yeah. Wow, we'll get there by, by maybe in a couple of years. We'll have to do a day where we, we bag them and tag them. Yeah. I remember there was a time when I, um, uh, it was back, it was years ago, there was a, I watched um, a whole bunch of episodes in a row. I think I pretty much binged a whole season. I think it was oh, season two. Yeah, I think I watched 17 episodes. So maybe we could, um, we could do 17 again. It's a deep cut for two people in the room. <laughs> That'll pay off in a week. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've, I'd like to introduce a new segment actually today. Um, <laughs> Please. Uh, yeah, I've, um, I've planned it. I planned it this afternoon. And um, there, there's always something that Lewis does. He's always on the computer. Mm. He's famous for I'm it. excited for this. I yeah. don't know what the segment is, but he mentioned something um, to do with Lois that if he does it in the yeah. show. And then I was and it worked out perfectly. So he's famous for always going on the computer. Um and so I thought we could do a it's inspired by this Australian comedian who names a uh, is a Demi Demi Lardner and she's got a famous video, it's very funny, it's called Dad's Google History. Oh uh, yes, yes. Do yes. you know the song? I do, yes. Yeah, well I thought we could do uh, Lewis's Google History. All right. And so we've got the song rare as Lewis's Google history. It's play Lewis's history. And so now we're in, we're in the segment. And um and so Lewis's Google history, um today he was looking up mermaid myths. And that was in the history. And they even in the episode, they actually went into the history of Google and they saw it. They saw Google uh they saw it, his history, which was actually a major plot point of the episode. That's why it fits so well. It was kind of unbelievable. It was like the the uh the stars were aligning. I can't argue with that. That is all fact. That's really true. And there's only one trivia on the IMDb page. Yeah. And well, show you. Hang on. <clears throat> oh no, no, because it's still part of uh, of bloody Lewis's Google history. All uh, right. I was just going to give time well, for the a, themes for the, the music. A combination. Oh, we could. You do the the IMDb tri- trivia theme song, and I'll do the Lewis's Google history theme song. At Three, the two, yeah. one. It's bloody Lewis's Google history. I put it in and post. Oh, great. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, so those are our favorite segments combined. Um, uh, it says, the text on the Mermaid website Lewis is researching is heavily drawn from Anthony Piccolo's article, Women of the Deep, A Light History of the Mermaid, originally published in Sea History number 68, Winter 1993, issue four. And two out of two people found this interesting. Hmm, I wonder if one was Anthony, Anthony Piccolo himself. Mm, well, it could be, actually. He, I'll be honest, I didn't find it interesting. Well, I want to see you hit that thumbs down. I can't because there's a screenshot. <laughs> 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 well, you know, we, we do our research here. Yep, Screenshots. We We're famous notes. for it. Segments. Uh, segments galore. That's, that's it from me for this episode uh, this week, Kyle. Uh, anything else for you to wrap it up? Um... I think we didn't go through any... Oh, we did, actually. But uh, very quickly, I've got two bits of dialogue. Um, there was someone who said, Oh, you let your sister find out about our mermaidness. And I really hated that. And then, um, what's her name? Oh, <laughs> Miriam? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. There wow. we go. You have nailed it. Um, Miriam said... Um, 
<laughs> Miriam said, uh, this is a pageantry, Tiffany. You can't take prisoners. Uh, yeah. And I did like that. That's quite so good. Swings and roundabouts. <laughs> and so she went up to like this random guy fishing to snag a couple of, um, oh, what do you, what do you call them? Lures? Bait? No, it wasn't actual bait. Like the hook. Yeah. The hook, you know, and they, they know sometimes have like um, colored pretty little things on to attract the, the fish. Like fly fishing hooks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm clearly not a, a man of the sea. Oh, Lewis will be proud. <laughs> He'd be rolling. <laughs> um, and she took a couple of those from some random guy to use for earrings, and I just hope she didn't end up sterilizing them. I guess that, that's something to see in the next episode if she pops up, because she's got, you know, big infection in, in her ears. <laughs> Knowing H2O and their attention to detail oh. and how it's so linear, oh. I... I I wouldn't put it past them. There's a lot that comes back, you know, and yeah, a lot exactly. of threads that continue through. Zane so, wasn't. We haven't seen Zane. We haven't seen Zane. That's a good point. I mean, he wasn't really. Or Bryce. Relevant to this episode. Bryce was the. Surfer man. The cool hot one, right? Yeah. yeah. The cool one. These, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, really excited to see where the show goes. Um, can keep keep going. Yeah, obviously. Um, of course. Loving it. What time? Uh, and, of course, I'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode, mm. um, Fisherman Pete and uh, uh, Lyle Bay. Um, best rates in town for uh, tackle and uh, and baits. Um, you know, if you find bait at a cheaper price, they'll beat it by 10%. So, Fisherman Pete, thanks for sponsoring this week. I'm no ordinary See you next week. Dude's doing business brought to you by Fisherman Pete. If you will find baits at a cheaper price, we'll beat it by 10%. 24-bit multi-FX processor, courtesy of Wade Bevan at Dynamism Studios Productions. Dude's doing disease, a 2021 subsidiary, uh, limited. <laughs>